You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 143. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack back a lacking podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 143. Ciento Corenta y Trace. Ah! Ha! 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 Thank you for the CSCC. That's a little bonus. He was waiting. <laughs> oh, man. Today we are coming to you with a topic. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one, inspired by our good buddy Craig, and that is going to be finding the gift God gave you. Really looking forward to it. I think it's great. Uh, as I've alluded to several times on the cast, I'm still trying to figure out mine. Uh, I think I have some ideas. So I think we'll talk about what we all think the some of the gifts or the gift God gave us and maybe some pointers on how to find um, your gift or gifts out there. So I'm looking forward to the cast, correct? What you think, buddy? Yeah, I'm excited about it. That was, we were contemplating ideas and um, kind of a, inspired by a patient this morning um, to, to use this topic. So I look forward to talking about, you know, the gifts we see in each other, the gifts we think we have, and a lot of us don't think we have a gift. And I think the reality is we all have a gift. And do we know we have it, and how do we find it, and then how can we use it in this world? Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation today. You know, it's always fun for me. It's always great whenever we get input from uh, outside of the three of us, uh, any of our listeners that give us input on topics, any other content. So that's always greatly appreciated and always looking forward whenever we do have any suggestion like that. So again, if y'all have anything that y'all would like to hear us talk about, shoot us a message and let us know. Uh, We'd be happy to take it under consideration. Or if you have any um, guests too, we're always looking for new interesting stories from guests to consider. So looking forward to the conversation, guys. What? Let's do it. I'm looking forward to the Would You Rather first, John. Oh, you want to Would You Rather? What you got to say for yourself, man? Well, you seemed excited this morning, somewhat. Well, it's just a beautiful morning, you know. I got up really early before uh, the crack of dawn. It's still dark outside, and there's just beautiful, nice and cool, crisp weather that we've been having. So I'm just imagining myself out there enjoying it, and, you know, what would I rather do in that weather? Would I rather run? Or bike. So, I'm going to throw it to you guys. Huh. What would you rather do? Nice nice day today, right? Hmm? Beautiful day today. Hmm? In fact, I woke up before the sunrise as well. See, see, I knew it. Walked outside with my shorts and tennis shoes, and you could see the purple and pink starting to kind of come above the horizon there. Beautiful cloud colors this morning. Yeah, so you know what today would be a good day for? A morning run. <laughs> So guess what I did? I went for a run. Took and to the streets, CC. Took to the streets, and it was awesome. Got to watch the sun come up, which, you know, depending on the time of year, you don't always see the sunrise. Depending, You know, sometimes you get up and the sun's already up. But there's that time of year around, at least in Louisiana, you know, that 6.15, 6.30. It's still dark, but it's starting to come up. So I had that that nice little 6.30 to 7, 
uh, sunrise, and it was awesome. Cool, cool weather. Well, for us, it was cool. 63, 62. Yeah. yeah. Man, it felt awesome. And uh, so that's what I did. I would choose run. Yeah. That's what I did today, and I'll, that's probably what I would do again. Hopefully, yep. My little boy was free, was uh, complaining that it was too cold this morning. He was eating cereal. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I was enjoying it. Okay, how about you, hot dog? Well, you know, I feel like this is a little insulting because I can do neither. Uh, can't run right now, and can't ride the bike. I didn't know anything was wrong with your legs, buddy. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, maybe we can get you a tricycle or something. Yeah, can't, that maybe something. Would I you could rather have. go to your mailbox or take your trash can out, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Can't take the trash can out either, Craig. That's true. <laughs> so I'm going to go with option C, walk, um, or ride the stationary bike okay, and look out the legs. window. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know. that If I could do either one, that would be a hard call because prior to the uh, hiking accident, I really was liking the biking. I got up to 15 miles a couple times in a, a day, um, and it had probably been nice and cool, not much wind in the morning, so it had probably been really ideal, I feel like, for the biking situation. Um, I do, with this situation, going to be a little while till I can ride the bike, so on the flip of that, we're looking at doing a 5K in January, I'm going to start running whenever, I'm, I'm hoping maybe next week, I don't know. Um, so maybe I would have wanted to run, but I think if I had to pick, I would have taken biking. I, just, I really like the biking aspect prior to this. Mm, good decision man. how about you brother well you know um i not a huge fan of running um i do enjoy playing tennis and I, it doesn't yeah. bother me running mm-hmm. on the tennis court but just to go out and run i'm not a big fan of doing it so i think i would just rather be on the bike speeding down the road the wind blowing through my hair that that Sounds like a, a fun thing to start a day for me. Much better than that Peloton action, huh? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Peloton is tough to go fast on that thing, man. You don't get any wind blowing get that wind in your hair. You know what? I'm going to buy myself a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm missing. Go get that fan that going, that box fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good, buddy. Uh, the weather has been good. I think it's actually going to be down like almost near 60 tomorrow the next day. Close a few degrees. I think when I looked, that was the cool, the cooler of the days. But awesome. I have to light my fireplace. You got it in? <laughs> no, almost. Uh. It's in the house, but it's not hooked up yet. <laughs> <laughs> Big day right there. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's delve into the topic. I think it's a a really good topic because I do my my first thing I would think of is we're all kind of unique in our own way, and we all have been blessed with different gifts and talents. But Craig, why don't you maybe uh, tell us a little bit about what transpired the topic today? What what happened to you, buddy? Well, you know, today uh, I think we've all been in like, uh, a situation where you've done something for somebody and they're grateful for it, and they, they kind of give you thanks. And there was a patient who I treated. We, you know, me and Steve treat thousands of patients, and Matt, you have thousands of clients. And it's basically um, you know, this guy had a good outcome with one of the injections I did, and he said something to the effect of, you know, it's one thing to be lucky, but it's another thing whenever you're put in the hands of someone God's and blessed to have these talents and all this. And it's what I'm just trained to do, and. I think that the deeper gift I have is probably I'm a relator. You know, I'm, I, I think I tend to do better when I'm in a one-on-one situation, counseling, consulting, you know, whether it's visiting with a friend. So maybe that's what led me to, to be a physician and do this. And it's cool. But when he said that, I started, started thinking about it. You know, we all have gifts. And a lot, most of the time our gifts aren't necessarily what we do for our living, but it's how we interact with people day to day, our home, our church, our community. Um, a lot of people think that, you know, since they're not doing something big, they're not in the newspaper, on TV, or they're not making a ton of money, or whatever they've uh, defined as success. If they're not doing that, they don't have a gift. They weren't lucky. But 
I think what we'll discover is God's given us all many, many gifts. And he's called us, as Steve has mentioned in previous podcasts, to use those gifts um, to, to spread, you know, to do his will and teach others about him. And sometimes that's through the things you say. Sometimes that's through the things you do. And so, I don't know, he said that, and I started thinking, man, you know, we've all got gifts and talents. And so, I'd like to reflect on that a little bit. Amen, Brother CC. You know, I think it's great, and you're right. You know, I think we all have unique things that we're good at. Um, and I think for a lot of people, they overlook some of the their gifts and talents that they may have, or they don't utilize them appropriately. And I think that leads to a lot of um, anxiety, a lot of uneasiness, just generally in society, where people are um, looking for what their greater meaning is, uh, rather than focusing on what they have and what they can develop. Um, so that's kind of what pops in my head whenever we start talking about this. Yeah, I think another thing would be, if you don't know, uh, and I think it's something that kind of does evolve with time. I'm, I'm with Craig. I like to relate to people, empathize, sympathize, and, um, you know, think the human spirit's something, and that's something that I've gained through time and, and learning about myself. But I think it's also important to, to try to seek and talk to God about, you know, what your gifts are, not necessarily kind of on the same vein, I think, where you're going, compare yourself to other people and what you know, my gosh, they're an amazing athlete or man, everything comes easy to them or things like that. I think it's all real easy to look at someone else and, and kind of do forget, you know, the things that you've been given in life because uh, you're sitting there comparing to other people. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, one of the things that comes to my mind is uh, my oldest son, Andrew, you know, everything physically, uh, athletically comes really easy to him. Uh, that's something that's just a great gift for him. He loves and enjoys sports. Uh, but some of the other things that will be more beneficial for him long-term, focusing on studying and completing tasks, some of those things are not <laughs> as easy for him to come by. So I think it's always interesting how you look at different stages of your life where some of these gifts are going to be a lot more um important a lot more pertinent and a lot more uh, useful for you you know later on in life the physical talents uh, uh of people who are maybe great athletes as they're younger you know those diminish over time so uh if you want to just focus on that one thing that gift that you were given as in youth um it may be something where you know people have um you know less happy of of a life later on if they just focus on that one thing and i certainly know people that have done those things so i don't know that's what i'm what i'm thinking about um i may have mentioned this in a previous cast my wife and i did a a little you know not it was a book study or a bible study it was called living your strengths right Mm -hmm. it was through the church and it was a book you can look it up anybody can do this you you take a test each book comes with a test i forgot how many questions let's say 50 or 100 how you answer those Will, will basically give you your strengths. Now, there's like maybe 20, 30 strengths that they reflect on, and each chapter of the book is one of the strengths. But they only show you your top five. And the idea is that this is who you are, right? This is kind of, at least as it pertains to how you think, process, communicate, you know, and it's interesting because it gives you your strengths. And the idea is if you focus on the strengths or the way God made you and embrace those, then it takes a lot of pressure off because some people do try to be something they're not or they get upset at themselves, like you mentioned, because they can't be the big athlete or they can't do this certain thing. And sometimes you go to these courses and like, we're going to teach you to be, to do this and this. I think it's good to learn those and, and try to get out of your comfort zone. I'm not saying that's not a good thing, but the reality is we all have so many gifts that if you can surround yourself with the people who are better at what you're not or that's their gift, then 
God, it just takes the pressure off of you and everybody's happy because they're doing what they love. They're doing what they're good at. And um, especially with your spouse, you kind of learn how they tick and at least, uh, you know, how they pr- pr- how they do things. And it's just really, you can kind of, makes life a little easier. Can we come over for the home study course? I'm still trying, still trying to figure my wife out, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. I actually need to go back and look at my strings. I only remember a couple of them. But I just, I have a general idea of what they are. And it's kind of funny because... Think about situations where you might have been in a job or your class or some situation where there's always this guy or girl who's really good at mm-hmm. the thing that they're just good at it. You know what you're good at, but they're really good at something, and it's uh, it's true. I mean, some people are more relators like myself, so they're better in a one-on-one situation. Some people are what they call woo, W-O-O, and they're sort of the ones who work the crowd, very social, very outspoken, you know, and that person's probably a good salesperson, right? They're good at getting out in front of people, at least the way they sell. And then other people are more for that sort of counseling, communicating. Um, it's just really interesting when you learn it. Yeah, you know, I, I think the utilizing other people's gifts, I mentioned this on a previous podcast with myself, I'm not afraid to ask for help or look for um, some assistance. And I think about that with a couple things. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I think that's one of your strengths. Um, mm-hmm. you oh, know, is, by is doing that is a- asking help, asking questions mm-hmm. where I think most people, particularly males, they'll just say, well, let me just fumble through it. See how far I can get down the road before you do that. But I think that's one of your big, one of your big strengths. Yeah. And it's really how I practice. I appreciate that, buddy. But it's how I uh, practice law in a lot of ways. I-, I love to relate to people and just right is right. Wrong is wrong. Say the facts, you know, give it to the Lord. It's all going to work out. I'm not really one of these gurus who wants to sit there and like read all the case law or look up the stuff. But I got people for that um, that would do that. In my case, Lee and Don both are very good at that. They have a lot of uh, knowledge on it. So when I come to something where I'm like, man, I wonder what the law is on this. I don't need to go reinvent the wheel, try to make it or go find it somewhere. I just go ask and save myself a whole bunch of time. And then I can utilize my own strength, which is build the case, get to know the client and, and pour my efforts and energy into that and not try to do something which I could do, but probably wouldn't be as proficient or good at that someone else can do and it. And not only can help me, but it most importantly will help the client. So that's kind of how I, in the working world, try to utilize that um, other people's talents to for the greater good. Well, for me, you know, um, when I'm, I'm doing things that I'm, I don't feel like I'm gifted at or excel at, I am not as happy. Um, Example, yes. chicken coop 13 foot. That's exactly what I'm bringing <laughs> up right here. So, you know. Tell the story. You know, my girls have been treating me good. They've been making me some eggs every day. So they're like, hey, papi, we want a condo. So, you know. (laughs) So I got them a new chicken coop. So it's pretty sweet. Uh, It's called an uh, igloo omelet. And I put it together Saturday. I made the mistake of I was going to probably hire it out because I know that I'm not good at putting those things together. I'm not good at reading directions. If somebody will read it to me, I'm better at doing it, but I just don't enjoy doing it. I get irritated, frustrated, mm-hmm. probably not the most fun to be around whenever this goes on. So it came in Friday evening and Saturday morning, my wife was playing tennis. So I'm like, well, I'll be here for a few hours anyway. I can probably knock this thing out. And sure enough, I started at eight in the morning. I did not stop to eat. I had a couple of sips of water, but other than that, all day until 5.30 in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Missed yes. mass. I did not go to mass with my wife. I went the next morning. Um, you were I, cranky that Oh, afternoon. I was not 
happy. Yeah. So I had a firsthand knowledge, and, and look at this. Looked rough um, <laughs> mentally and physically because I had texted John and said, hey, man, uh, me and Alexander are going to eat uh, after mass. You and Wallace want to come with us. And John is normally a pretty proficient texter backer. Uh, might not make sense a lot of time, but he'll, he'll text you back pretty yeah. quick. Nothing. Um, go to church, and I, I look at the normal spot. John would be in holding it down. No job, but I see Wallace, and I'm thinking, man, how odd. To the point, get out of mass. Text him. I'm like, hey, are you okay? Still nothing. Driving down the street, uh, go by his house, and Wallace happens because I was. I told Alexander, let's just drive by John's house, make sure he's still alive. I don't know what happened to him <laughs> over there. And I had no idea he was messing with the 13-foot chicken coop. And uh, Wallace sees us uh, and uh, called me and said, hey, she, we're going to go to dinner with you all. John hadn't texted back. Hadn't barely communicated this anyway. Oh. She says, come see what he, your boy's been working on all day. I go look over there. <laughs> and it was quite something. And John looked very close. The only time I've seen him look that tired, worn out, beaten, <laughs> was the axe retreat morning one. Like, that's how I, the, the only comparison I had for John. But, you know, he was willing to put it aside and come to dinner, which was, he wasn't done. It was a little... It was close to done, I think. You were off on a step or two. Mm-hmm. I got it down, though. I got it down. Oh, so it's, it's it's done. It's done. It's complete now. But, you know, that's an example of yeah. me just doing something to get it done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know going in that it's not one of my strengths. And it does not make me happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think for um, all of us, whenever we aren't doing things that are maybe in our wheelhouse, that are maybe using our gifts to the best ability that we can, then that causes problems for us uh, mentally. So, Yeah, I think it definitely does. And again, hopefully, if you do do that, it's a good learning situation to say, hey, next time I get in that, I'm going to you know, make a phone call or two and get somebody to help me out with it. Well, the girls saw the boxes, so they were like, come on, get us in, puppy, let's go. So I'm trying to encourage you I along. It, yes. I'll give you some extra eggs. Yes, <laughs> I did. They did do. I got three that afternoon as soon as they got in there. So now I'm with you. I I don't mind doing some. I like physical. I like tactile things, and that's maybe that's why I do injections. But it's a very specific thing that I'm very good at. But when it comes to those bigger projects that you try to bite off, and what you think is going to be a one hour deal turns into a four hour. You know, it's just not the best use of that talent or time. I think other people love that and they do Mm -hmm. really well at that. And I think for a lot of people that are questioning their gifts, I mean, look at times in your life, like that. what do you do that brings you joy? Is it when you talk to people and help them? Is it when you help them with a task, maybe run an errand, do a chore? Um, do you feel comfortable in group settings, like leading people, or do you feel better when it's one-on-one? Um, are you good at, you know, organizing, cleaning? Are you more good at, better at, uh, you know, planning. I mean, there's so many things that you know that you're good at and think about how you've helped people in your life and they've given you thanks and they've been very grateful for that. Maybe you start trying to focus on some of those things and seeing if you can't find that, that gift that God gave you, pray about it. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times people question this It's something you can pray for and then God will give you those answers. He'll kind of give you the right direction. Yeah. You know, I think another thing is too, you, you can look and find in your gift if you like something or have an interest in it, you might not be great at it or realize it's even a gift for you, but something that, that I've, appreciate one of the things I'm wasn't the most athletic when I played sports but like sports or uh you know wasn't like necessarily intelligent guy gave me a, a gift in that regard but wasn't like off the charts like some people who never had to open a book I what do y'all think about the idea of some hard work that you have to put into sometimes to either hone you know your craft your trade your gift or to maybe even see if it is a gift 
Mm. I think that's part of it. I think uh, no matter what your gifts are, you can enhance those and improve those and, and uh, even get better at them. Um, so it may be something that you just really enjoy doing, but you're not the best at it. Um, the good thing is you can improve in a lot of those things. There's certainly a lot of people that I know in a lot of instances throughout history where people maybe couldn't even read or do other things mm-hmm. like that because of dyslexia and other things, but they just worked at it, worked at it until they figured it out. So, um, you know, sometimes I think that those roadblocks are probably put in our way to help us learn how to overcome adversity and learn how to, you know, beat challenges that are in our way. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times, um, and it's interesting because like, you know, God gives you this talent and you're going to apply it in some way. In your case, you have this certain ability, this intelligence, this ability to communicate and relate and you're an attorney and you're awesome at it, but you had to go to school to learn the skills to apply that gift. But maybe if you were in a different field, you would still be applying those gifts and talents uh, in a way that was serving, you know, serving God and serving the community. Um, I think about even in education, you know, a lot of people go through school and they don't do so well mm-hmm. and they're kind of labeled as, you know, dumb or not smart enough or they feel like they're not good enough. And the reality is there's some geniuses out there that were told they were stupid because they didn't pass a test, which if you think about a lot of the school system, it's, you know, memorize this paper and regurgitate it on, on you know, in, in an exam. Well, if that's the only measure you're using to, to kind of say whether you have a gift or not, then it's like, what is that thing? If t- you tell a fish, you know, to climb a tree, if he, th- if he measures his life on his ability to climb a tree, he'll think he's dumb the whole time. He's a fish. He swims. And I know when I was trying to study, a lot of times... Growing up, I, I did okay, but what I realized was I was more visual and tactile. So I had to handwrite my notes over, use a dry erase board to do the charts and the diagrams. I had to talk, like I was teaching, talk mm-hmm. about it, touch it, feel it, see it. But if I had to listen to it mm-hmm. or even just read, like it didn't do anything until I wrote it. And so some people are have emotional intelligence, tactile intelligence, visual intelligence, auditory. Um, and so if we were able to all know that as a child and the school system allowed us to to take the same test but using those different um those different senses those different skills i mean people would do amazing and i think people would actually have self-confidence because a lot of times your self-confidence comes from your your youth and either failing at something or being told you're dumb or not passing a test and you carry that your whole life and the reality is you're just like you're like one step away from pure genius. Um, there's there's intelligence and communication. Like I started learning about these different intelligences, and some people are just off the charts in some spectrum. That's what you are. That's who you are. You know, you don't have to be somebody that can go regurgitate four chapters into a, uh, an exam. You know, it's kind of interesting when you think about it. And I think that's a great point too, and and that does come with the, you know, how you're learning. You're talking about that. That's two different ways to do it. More, you know, actually grappling with it or just reading it or hearing it. Uh, I think that's definitely true. And that would be one thing, figuring out which one works best for you so you can excel at it. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have any tips for uh, people who are maybe wondering what their unique um, gifts and talents may be? How I to think, find those I, I things? How to day. utilize those things? Uh, myself, not in the sphere of I know God's given me a lot of gifts and talents, but what to do with them. I think that's a whole nother element on like, okay. Yeah, that's definitely. I, I would, then what? God, what next? Yeah, yeah, what next? I think that's something I, I deal with, but I think I would use the same tips for someone trying to find theirs, and that is to look at what you enjoy in life. Uh, 
you know, not necessarily from like a monetary standpoint, just what you enjoy doing, what interests you, and then spend some time, you know, with it or talk to people who might, uh, you know, enjoy doing such things or excel at those, not, not necessarily for a career, just in life. And you see someone who's good at talking with somebody, you know, talking in front of people or something, and that's a talent that people have. And you think you might be good at it, go talk to somebody. And obviously, like Craig and I both kind of alluded to, pray about it. Yeah, I agree. Praying about it. Um, see what you enjoy. Um, look at how you like to take in information. Do you like to, to paint and use your hands? Do you like to listen to audiobooks? Do you like to read? That gives you a little insight. That Living Your Strengths book, you know, ultimately when it tells you your four or five strengths, there's a paragraph, I mean, I'm sorry, a chapter dedicated to each and short chapters, but it says, okay, because you're this, these are things, mm, that's pretty cool. it like breaks it down even more. And as you're reading it, you're like, holy cow, this is me. Like, and then it tells you, okay, if you're this, then you probably like to do these things and you're really good at this. So that, that for me, that helped me embrace it a little bit. And it was kind of fun too. Yeah. I think some other things that may be helpful is go to the people who know you best or the people you spend mm-hmm. most time with your family or your friends and just good. say, what do you think I'm good at? What do you think my most uh, unique special talents are and see what you hear back? You know, I think for a lot of people there don't want to get vulnerable and ask that question. Um, but for some people it may not be a problem, but I I think you'll be surprised and, um, you know, enjoy what you hear. That's a good one. All right, guys, I I really enjoyed the topic and and glad CC pulled through with it today. I think it's uh, been very informative, uh, hopefully for the listeners, for sure. CC always pulls through. Never a doubt, baby. Needed you guys. Needed y'all's gifts and talents to make this happen. That's how I feel about this podcast. You know, I needed to bring you two on here (laughs) to utilize your gifts and talents. Uh I forgot about that. Finally. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. You know, it would be a podcast without our gifts and talents. All right, guys, before we uh, shut her on down here, we're going to spin it over to the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas, what made you pump the brakes. We're throwing over to John this week. What you got, buddy? Well, guys, since we've been in the new house, I've been trying to do some things a little differently, try to get up and exercise in the morning. So I've been hitting the gas and doing that. So my routine is I get up at 545, have a little sip of coffee. Probably already awake. Nice. Yeah, I might press news once, unfortunately, if I can't get straight up. Um, but I'll run to the Life Center, and I'll get there like right at 6 o'clock. So I'll, it'll give me about 30 minutes to 45 minutes to exercise and be back home in order to get the kids, you know, dressed, fed, and get out the door and get to school. So it's uh, I'm having to hit the gas to do that. It's pretty intense some mornings. In I'm fact, of you, buddy. That's in awesome. fact... I usually do that about two to three days a week, and then I'll pelt on the other ones. No wind blowing through my hair. <laughs> I bet it was today a run to the, the center. No, today was not. Today oh. was a peloton. Oh. But I did go sit out and have some coffee there beforehand, so I didn't go in until 10, so I had plenty of time to go talk to the girls and all that kind of stuff. But it was a tight morning yesterday, so I'm trying to get out the door, and Matthew's just wanting to go play with the chickens and the dog, and it was just a struggle to get going. So I was like, Matt, hey, Tiny, we don't get out of here. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> and he looks at me. He's like, Dad, if you get fired, are you going to die? <laughs> Tiny. That's funny. And I said, what do you mean die? And he said, were you going to be burned? Give <laughs> <laughs> me burned. So, you know, hitting the gas, doing those things, coming up with more funny stories and interesting things with the kids. So always a fun time. Mm. That's a good one. Life is hopping right now. <laughs> good stuff. All right, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate it. If you do have any tips on uh, finding your 
gifts, talents, and life. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?